I'm Zach Collins with your KSOM and KS95 sports update. In a competitive match, the Riverside Bulldogs were able to end the Audubon Wheelers 3-1. Riverside was dominant in the first two sets as the Wheelers woke up in set three and made it a battle all the way down to the wire. Riverside led the first set 25-17 with the likes of Ellie Henderson and Alyssa Amdor dominating on the front row attacks and on defense. The Bulldogs were able to keep Audubon on their toes on every play. With the right side hitting ability of Sophia Taylor, Riverside looked very good in the first set. Audubon struggled in the first set as they were not able to consistently get their serves over the net and had multiple miscommunication errors. Set 2 saw another Riverside victory as they won 25-16. The push was led by the back row in set 2 as the Bulldogs saw shining moments for Carly Henderson on multiple saves. Alia Richardson also played very well in the second set as she found multiple gaps in the Wheeler's defense. Riverside started to roll with every opportunity that they were given and capitalized on every Audubon mistake. When set three came around the corner, it came out like no other. Audubon seemed to get the wake-up call, and rather than hitting snooze, they jumped out ready to play. Maddie Nielsen started control her hits and really came out lights out in the third set. She also helped to be competitive in the blocking game, as she earned a block in the third set for Audubon. Harlow Miller also started to adjust to her back row attacks, as that strategy started to fulfill the needs of the Wheelers. Both Miller and Nielsen also stepped up in the serving game, as both of them were finding gaps on Riverside's portion of the floor and were taking advantage. Audubon won the third set 25-15. Coach Flathers knew that her team could come out and make a mark on Audubon. She told her team to remain calm and confident on the floor. And that confidence showed in the fourth set. Um, you know, I thought our girls handled the ball really well in the fourth set. Um, we kind of just told them to go out there, be calm and confident, and they can. the rest will come. Set four saw an early Audubon lead as they sparked off 3-1. to one. Riverside began to edge their way back into the game as they eventually took a 4-3 to three lead after a tight play at the net. This saw a bounce back by the Wheelers as they began to go back and forth in the set. Riverside began to play back to the way that we saw in sets one and two, while Audubon still continue with their stride. Setter Addie Hooker began to make big plays for Audubon and connect with Maddie Nielsen on multiple explosive plays on the outside. Regardless of Audubon's success, Riverside was able to beat the Wheelers in a close 25-22 force set. Coach Flathers was impressed with their team defensively and credited her athletes for knowing their roles on the floor. Uh, that's a really interesting thing about this squad this year is I feel like we're pretty spread out defensively and offensively. Everybody kind of does their job and knows what their role is, and everybody just did a good, great job tonight. Audubon was led in kills by Maddie Nielsen as the senior accumulated 22 kills in the match, most of which came in the last two sets. Nielsen also earned 13 digs, one block, and had three aces. Harlow Miller also helped out in the front row as she had 10 kills and earned two blocks and three aces. They couldn't do it without setter Addie Hooker, as she dished out 31 assists while also earning 12 digs. Caden Spore led the team in digs with 14 and earned four kills on the night. Riverside was led in the game by Ellie Henderson with 12 kills and two blocks while also digging up six balls on the night. Sophia Taylor hit very well on the weak side with nine kills and one block. Libero Carly Henderson had 15 digs in the night while keeping Riverside in set four. Bentley Roan had six kills while also putting down a block and notching in an ace. Alyssa Amdor may not have led in kills as she had six, but she played great defensively with five digs. Coach Flathers is looking for her team to continue taking things one step at a time. We're just going to take it one day at a time and keep building on what we have and keep getting better.
Audubon will take on Missouri Valley in their next match on September 12th. Riverside has a chance to match up against Griswold once again in the Tiger Volleyball Tournament on Saturday. The Clarinda Boys cross-country team captured a team title at a home meet. Clarinda scored an impressive 26 points and won by the boys' side of the Clarinda Invitational cross-country meet on Thursday. All five scoring runners finished in the top 10. First and second place finishes from Trayton Stepbauer and Kyle Wagner bolster Clarinda's low score. Alex Lice finished fifth. Hayden Hash finished in 13th. Grant Barr in 14th. And Christian Jackson in 26th. The Atlantic boys put together a solid performance with a second-place team score of 43. Three runners finished in the top 10 for Atlantic. Alex Sontag finished in 7th. Brent Whetstone in 10th. Devin Fields in 12th. Terrell Williams in 15th. And Luke Erlmeyer in 17th. Trainers enjoying a successful last two weeks as they have earned wins over St. Albert and Tri-Center and have only given up six points in those two games combined. The Cardinals are looking to get better every single day and letting the defense lead the way as the offense puts the ball in the end zone. Yeah, it's been a really good start to the season. The kids are uh, they're working hard. They're showing up every day to get, uh, to get better. That's just that's kind of our message. Like, hey, let's get a little bit better than we were yesterday and enjoy the process every single day. Uh, we've got great leadership from our upperclassmen. Um, we've, we've I think in all three phases, we've been solid up to this point. Uh, defense has uh, been leading the way. They've been playing really, really well. And offense has been moving the football and, and putting the ball in the end zone from a special team standpoint. We haven't uh, had much of an opportunity in the return game yet, but our coverage and extra point team and all that stuff has been really good. Quarterback Ben Casey passed for 187 yards and three touchdowns while just giving up one interception. Head coach Jeff Casey credits Ben's success with the men protecting him in the pocket on the offensive line. Jared Short, Cade Reed, Levi Young, Loa Kelvey, Holden Minahan, and Joey Bittner have an excellent up front to let the offense roll with the punches. Trainer is still looking to improve on the offensive line, but are pleased with their success so far. Well, it starts with the guys up front. He's got uh, really good protection from his offensive linemen. So it's Jared Shorty, Cade Reed, Levi Young, Loa Kelvey, and Holden Minahan. We also uh, a lot of offensive snaps from Joey Bittner on front up on the line. And those uh, five or six guys have done an outstanding job keeping Ben protected in the backfield and uh, giving him time to get through his progressions. And um, I just wanted to kind of give a shout out to the guys because we can't do anything if they're not doing their job. It all starts up front. I've uh, been really pleased with them. Um, and, and Ben's got weapons on the outside he can throw the football to. And, uh, you know, I think understanding of the offense and uh, the game is certainly down for him compared to a year ago. And you can see things a little bit easier at this point. And been a lot of work put in, um, not only by him, but receivers and backs. And again, all those guys up front to make the offense uh, do what it's done so far. And, and there's still a lot of room to get better. We're not um, anywhere being satisfied with it. But um, so far, the two games were fairly pleased. Zach Robbins earned eight tackles and two sacks in the last game against Tri-Center. That wasn't it for the Cardinals, as Joey Bettner had three and a half tackles and a sack. And Holden Minahan had two and a half tackles and a sack to add to the board as well. The leading tackler in the game for trainer was Caleb Cooper, as he earned five and a half tackles and was a dominant force in the backfield. They are just a part of the fast and physical defense 
that sticks to playing a tough game. Yeah, again, it's it's guys just maturing the game and and getting older and a year uh, wiser. They're all returning starters. All those guys, most of our defensive guys, are um, just another year under their belt and being more comfortable with going on. And, and I kind of mentioned this offensively a second ago, but it slows down a little bit and they start to see things and recognize things a little bit better. And uh, you know, they all study film and try to find tendencies from our opponent. And so all those things combined um, and just playing fast and physical and, and trying to chaos is kind of the name of the game for us defensively. Trina will be in the battle of the Cardinals against Corinda, and that battle will be more than an exciting game. Both teams have only allowed single digits defensively through two games this season and look to compete at a very high energy level. Corinda is led by Dominic Posley in the rushing game with 145 yards and earned four rushing touchdowns and Clarinda's 56-0 win over Red Oak. Trainer is looking to find the weaknesses in Clarinda's squad and be playmakers on the field. Yeah, something's got to give. So you've got uh, Clarinda that's outscored their opponents uh, 102 to 7 or something like that. We're about 70, I don't know, 75, 76 to something uh, along those lines. So um, a lot of points for us and Clarinda, and neither one of us has given up much. So uh, it's going to be a, a really fun, exciting game. We're really looking forward to it. It's a great match for us. But, we're, you know, like we do every week, we got to find weaknesses in their defense and, and find some areas that we can attack and, and find the, our playmakers and, and get them into space. Clarinda has a unique style of play with a lot of returning experience on the offensive line. Trainer will have one of their most physical matchups of the season in week three. Another big challenge, um, and, and you mentioned it's different um, than what we've seen the first two weeks. So, uh, there, there's a couple of differences. One is that just their style and the scheme that they use is unique to anybody else's schedule. Um, and then the second thing is they have a ton of returning experience up front. I, I believe at least four, maybe five of their starting alignment started last year when we played them um they have some experience in the back really talented kids they play physical they're big pretty bigger than us um and so we again just it comes down to all the little things uh being lined up correctly understanding our alignments reading our keys forcing turnovers the battle of the cardinals will take place at trainer high school starting tonight at 7 p.m for news sports and more check out our website at westerniowatoday.com I'm Zach Collins with this sports update.